Today is Wednesday, February 8th, and in the news we have bombshell report claims the Navy, U.S. Navy divers planted explosives to Nord Stream pipelines, and the White House is already claiming this report as, quote, fake news. The Church of England says it's exploring gender-neutral terms to address God. I wish I was kidding. And the last one here, AOC and other Democrats are upset. Committees are now probing Hunter Biden laptop, saying it is a giant waste of time. Surprise, surprise. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa. This is Inform Daily. And let's jump into that very first article. But before we get started, today's show is sponsored by me. I am my own sponsor. No corporate chills, no foreign influence, no Russian propaganda. It's also funded by us here. You, the listeners via merch as you guys can probably see i am wearing the crisis king shirt uh we got uh the website up here you guys can head on over to informwithanthony.com forward slash collections forward slash based because all my merch is absolutely based uh, so, uh this is the anti-globalista social club we have that also in english the anti-globalist for my friends who do not speak spanish it's, it's okay bro it's okay you know not all of us I uh, can speak multiple language. It's okay. Uh, we got the Crisis King short sleeve, long sleeve. I think that's probably like our bestseller right now. Other than the uh, Antigua, the Trust God merch, of course. That is that's actually probably our bestseller. But it's also because it's been around for so long. And then we got the My Brother in Christ merch as well. That one is a hit at Bible study. A lot of the a lot of the people love the My but My Brother in Christ. Um merch here and then we also have obviously some of you have been asking actually somebody asked me i think earlier today if we have like the kids merch we absolutely do my friends so if you want you can head on over and then you're gonna probably see it pop up here but it says 10 percent off so if you guys want that uh 10 off you guys can go ahead and subscribe to my newsletter uh, i don't spam you i promise uh we only do like one newsletter a month and then just in case i do get banned um, that is where you will find out through the newsletter sign up. So you want to make sure you enter that email. All right, guys. <sighs> Daily Mail. Did Biden give the order to destroy Putin's Nord Stream pipeline after Ukraine invasion? Question mark. It says bombshell report claims Navy divers carried out mission to kill Russia's gas stranglehold on Europe in audacious uh, mission overseen by the by the U.S. president. It says, uh, specialized U.S. Navy diving teams carried out the bombing attack against the underwater Nord Stream pipelines, which supply Russian gas to Western Europe during a top-secret mission overseen by President Joe Biden, a bombshell report claims. Divers planted C-4 explosives on three Nord Stream pipelines in June 2022, which were detonated three months later using a sonar buoy, which broadcasted a signal that triggered the bombs, according to the report. Bro, this is insane. It says the attack was carried out in response to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine and designed to force Germany and other European nations to end their reliance on Russian gas, it is claimed. The move would also disrupt Moscow's income from gas sales, which have contributed billions of dollars to its war effort. The sensational report by Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hersh, published to his substack, cites a source quote, with direct knowledge of the operational planning behind the alleged plot. The White House and the CIA flatly rejected the report on Wednesday, branding it complete fiction. Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines were sabotaged by bomb blasts on September 26, 2022, in an attack that ostensibly continues to baffle investigators. While analysts say the immediate impact of the attack was limited because the pipelines were not fully operational, the chill of political consequences were huge. I had so many people send me this and and in reading it and rereading it, 
look, guys, I love the United States. And and I just don't necessarily trust our, the U.S. government. Are they doing things to sabotage Russia because they went to war with Ukraine? Mm. I'll let you decide. I just read the story, but this is what Reuters uh, has reported that the White House is claiming. Quote, White House says blog post on Nord Stream explosion utterly false. The White House on Wednesday dismissed a blog post by a U.S. I love that. A blog post. No, Substack? Well, I guess technically it's a blog post uh, spot, but it is. Uh, free for journalists to use. Uh, I also have uh, a Substack. I don't use it much because my writing days are a little bit behind me because I no longer work for El American, which is what I used to write for uh, a lot. And I, I came up with several reports, but I don't write as much. Obviously, I now do this. I do podcasting and I do online media. Uh, it says uh, the White House on Wednesday dismissed a blog by a uh, U.S. investigative journalist alleging that United. And the thing is, he's a Pulitzer winning. So, I mean, it's not just any. Regular investigative journalists. Legend the United States was behind explosions of the Nord Stream gas pipelines as utterly false and complete fiction. Rodgers has not corroborated the report published by the U.S. investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch, which said an attack was carried out last September at the direction of President Joe Biden. I guess this is where like, I have a little bit hard time understanding. I listen to Joe Biden frequently, including today, including last night for a couple of, for several hours. I don't know if this guy has the competence to be able to order such a such an operation. I would say it's probably advisors or people close to him. I have a hard time believing that it was under the direction of President Joe Biden. I I, I just mm, that's just that's just my opinion there. Uh, quote: This is utterly false and complete fiction," said Adrian Watson, a spokesperson for the White House National Security Council. Spokespeople for the CIA and State Department said the same. The pipelines are multi-billion-dollar uh, infrastructure projects designed to carry Russian gas to Germany under the Baltic Sea, Sweden, and Denmark, in whose uh, exclusive ex uh, economic zones the blasts occurred. Have both concluded the pipelines were blown up deliberately, but have not said who might be responsible. Hmm. Interesting. The United States and NATO have called the incident an act of sabotage. Moscow has blamed the West for the unexplained explosions that caused the ruptures. Neither side has provided evidence. Well, okay. So you have different sides alleging stuff. Who stands to benefit if these European countries are no longer using Russia's oil? Who stands to benefit from a crippling uh, Russia? I would argue it'd be Ukraine. And who's Ukraine's biggest ally right now? Who is supplying them uh, the money every single month at the tune of over $1 billion? Hmm, the United States. Very interesting. So that is the story as of now. I'll let you decide. I'll let you draw your own conclusion. I'm not going to decide for you. All I will say is interesting interesting development by a pulitzer award-winning investigative journalist not to be forgotten with that little uh, bit there but you can decide for yourself all right routers church of england explores gender neutral god god help us this is where we are now London, February 8th, the Church of England will look into the use of gender-neutral terms to refer to God in prayers, but the centuries-old institution said on Wednesday there were no plans to abolish current services. The issues reflect uh, reflects glowing, growing global awareness about the assumed usage of pronouns causing offense or upset to those who do not identify with the gender they were assigned at birth. Bro, this is insane. 
Quote, Christians have recognized since ancient times that God is neither male nor female. I don't know if that's true. I, I would I would like to argue this. Um, it says a spokesperson for the church said, uh, quote, yet the variety of ways of addressing and describing God found in the scripture has not always been reflected in our worship. But he added that there were, quote, absolutely no plans to abolish or substantially revise authorized services that no changes could be made without extensive legislation. The comments follow an exchange in the General Synod, the church's governing body, where priests ask about developing more inclusive language and authorized forms of worship and sought options for those who wish to speak of God in a non-gendered way. I mean, the word God is like there's there's no like man or, or female there. It is my firm belief, from what I understand in Scripture, that all of this is is patriarchal, right? God is patriarchal. It's, it's the Father, the Son, and and the Holy Spirit. I would maybe argue for the Holy Spirit, maybe because it is a spirit, right? There's 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 no patriarchy there, but it is understood that at least a Father and the Son is is patriarchal in nature. In nature, and from what I'm re- reading here, this has nothing to do with biblical correctness or 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 to make it more scholarly precise this is literally these pastors and priests saying you know what we need to become more inclusive to specific people this is extremely stupid and 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 this is a slippery slope they keep talking about right folks it's like oh oh you guys and your bible thumping slippery sloping like whoa bro the sloping is a slipperin you know and and then now now here we are now now we're talking about Gender-inclusive pronouns for God. And this is what happens when you have a very weak church that doesn't take a stand, that doesn't get involved with culture. This is what we are devolving into. And it's sad that that not a lot more people are speaking out about the ridiculousness of, of where we are today as the bride of Christ, as, as the bride of God, the, the church. And, and, and I fear it's got to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. The article says the spokesperson said there had been greater interest in exploring new language since the introduction of its forms of service in contemporary language more than 20 years ago. Bishop Michael Ibgravit, vice chairman of the uh, church's uh, liturgical commission, said the church had been, quote, exploring the use of gender language in relation to God for several years. The deliberation is the latest attempt by the church central to one of the world's oldest Christian institutions to keep up with the rapidly evolving notions around gender and sexuality in recent de- decades. Give me a freaking break, man. The religious body last month set up proposals showing it would refuse to allow same-sex couples to get married in its churches, but said priests could bless them in church. It also apologized to the LGBTQI plus people for the rejecting hostility they have faced. What? The Church's Faith and Order Commission, which advises on theology, will work with the uh, liturgical commission on looking at questions around uh, gender terms, the spokesperson said. You know, this is something that in my men's Bible study group we talk about, about how it, it, it kind of seems like we're going through really harsh times today. And that's because of the access that we have on our cell phone devices and the Internet, where we are able to see all the world's most terrible news every single second of the day. There's always something very, very terrible happening in one country, in one location, even across the nation here in the United States. And that's why it seems like, oh, man, like these are pretty dark times. But uh, as I stated yesterday in my live stream at the State of the Union address, it's things might seem like that just because of that ease of access to the information, to the, all the bad news that's happening. What I will probably argue is that maybe in the church it hasn't gotten this bad. I mean, sure, we, you know, in, in my men's Bible group, we're talking um, 
where we're going over Hosea, the book of Hosea in the Old Testament. And we do talk about the, the, the Israelites and like how bad they were and, and how basically God is is promising revenge and uh, or not revenge, but kind of wrath rather uh, onto the Israelites because of the lack of faith, because they continue to idol, idol worship, foreign gods, foreign things, talking about like, dude, you'd rather worship like a piece of wood than, than turn to me and, and, and be uh, you know, loyal to me as your creator and stuff like that. So I guess there could be an argument there, but this is this is just becoming like asinine. This is, uh, you know, we, we look at like, oh, the first non-gender or, or non-gender conforming bishop, right? And this is not. And I just feel like there's nothing to be said. You go to church and you don't you just don't hear anything about it. And this is actually something that I brought up at my man's Bible study. And I'm just like, I, I feel like churches should be more outspoken. The pastors need to be taking a stance on stuff like this, talking about gender neutral God to appease who? I mean, they literally outline it to the LGBTQ community. Well, what percentage of that is there even in the church? It's such a small percentage. And we're going to change the way we, we, we accommodate the entire Christian religion and the way we speak about God to accommodate for that tiny percentage. I I would I would have to take a guess that less than one percent of the LGBT community even attends church, and and is actively looking to be participate in it or go as often. And 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 the percentage of people that even are talking to the pastors and the priests saying like, hey, you know what? Uh, we need more gender inclusivity when we're talking about God. Mm. This is this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't nip it in the butt right away. Just saying. All right, guys, we're going to move on to this very last segment here. It says AOC on the Hunter Biden laptop. Not sure if you guys have seen this uh, today. There was a committee that they're going to start probing into the Hunter Biden laptop. Obviously, you guys know there's a new Congress and House. There's a new House in the House. Uh, anyway, um, and it is the Republicans, and this is AOC, and she was kind of lashing out at Republicans because they were talking and probing into the Hunter Biden laptop story. So this is what she had to say. So they've dragged a social media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now, and it is... It, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. Half-fake? Well, which half of it is fake, AOC? That's really interesting. You know, uh, they had two years to do everything she just talked about civil rights, abortion rights, all this stuff. And and now it matters, right? Now now is when we could be focusing on these things. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. She didn't go on to specify what half was incorrect. Was it the images of him literally smoking crack cocaine? I don't know. That's why everyone's kind of like, well, what are you even talking about here? The, the, this has not only been proven uh, to be a true story. It has not only been proven. Like That's why we're literally having these probes to find out 
why a story this big about the Hunter Biden laptop story was withheld, not just on social media, from corporate media, mainstream media, right before a presidential election, which a lot of people have said, had I known about this, I would not have voted for Joe Biden. Now, I've made the argument before. Does that mean that they would have voted for President Trump? Not necessarily. Right. But that's less people voting for President Biden. Had they known about the story? I'm not here to convince you that that's why people vote because of the actions of their children. I'm just telling you the facts and the facts are that is what people have said. Had they known about this, they would not have done it. But it is really interesting to, to me to see that for two years, this is exactly what Democrats could have been doing. But maybe they just chose not to or maybe they were. But what why didn't you finish the job? Why was there stuff left over knowing that you could possibly lose a house? Why didn't you cram it down when you guys controlled the house and instead now you're complaining as to not use the B word complaining about, well, why, why are we wasting time with this? No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. You win the house, you get the committees and you get to probe whatever you want because for the last really six years, that's all we've been hearing about Donald Trump Russia collusion, stolen elections, blah, 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 and, and the insurrection. Because that's what you guys did. Maybe instead of wasting two years on insurrection and the January 6th committee hearings and all that stuff, maybe that's what you should have done, AOC, but you guys didn't. Instead, you, you chose to have a J6 committee that really has led to absolutely nothing. That's just the reality. So you don't get to sit here and gripe and complain about how... Uh, Republicans are wasting time on a half fake story. That's not the way it works. And hey, you better get used to it because there's going to be more and more probes, not just into the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now we're looking at uh, the, the border crisis with uh, Secretary Mayorkas. They're going to be probing him. And now we're looking into uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now we're looking into Joe Biden and, and handling a classified documents. You better get ready. And I know a lot of people on the right say, like, well, what's the point of all this? Like, nothing's ever going to happen. It's not about stuff happening. It's it's finding out the truth and finding out the levels of corruption that there is in our in our government. That's going to sway votes. That's going to sway how much people trust the government. Hey, look, if I am able to probe and expose corruption so that you, the average person, is less and less trusting of our government so that the next time there's a quote unquote pandemic or a climate emergency, whatever it is, you're more keen to not trust them because of the work that we've put out and how we've reported and on the government collusion and sabotaging of all these things. Hey, dude, I'm a happy camper. Let The more people we have... Less trusting of the government, that means we've done a, a, a job well done. At the end of the day, that's all I can ask for. John 8, 32, right? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall, shall set you free. That's really what it's about, folks. It's not my job to go out there and arrest people based on information that I've obtained. I just report. We do the journalism, and I'm hoping that with committees like this, we get to the bottom of crisis after crisis after crisis. We find out what are Hunter Biden's dealings, why is Secretary Mayorka is not securing the border, why is it that, that, that Twitter and other corporations are censoring people, are spying on people, so on and so forth. But I'll let you guys decide. You guys can let me know in the comments down below. What do you guys think about the whole Nord Stream thing? I definitely think it's feasible. I'm not going to say one way or the other. I definitely think it's feasible. Church of England saying, hey, we need gender neutral uh, terms with God. I think that's a 
That, uh, it, it's like I said, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And then AOC, of course, and the Democrats are not happy. The Republicans, let me know in the comments down below. With that, I'll see you guys tomorrow, Thursday. Thank you guys for joining me. Make sure you like, you subscribe, and you comment down below. See you guys. God willing. Peace.